Oh, I tried to cut my own hair. Oh, how'd it go? I see you're wearing a hat. It's not good. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to see? Yes, I do. So I didn't know clippers were... I'm not going to cut my hair till I turn 30. I didn't know clippers were as hard as... Uh, as they, I thought it was easier. But so like... Because I, I, I was wearing wigs, so I needed to get the sides taken up. And so... <laughs> Look, look right there. Oh. You see? Oh, yeah. So that's oh. so that's that's the side I did first. And um, let me see the other side. And then I was like, well, I mean, I can't have one only one side. And so I uh, went over. So for continuity, <laughs> I messed up this side too. Oh, what's happening over there? <laughs> maybe I am losing uh. it. Maybe I am losing it. Maybe I'm maybe I'm losing it. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Tony Soto Show. Well, by golly, my name is Tony Soto. Joining me is uh, we got Maxwell Esposito. Boop, boop. I'm here. <laughs> and we got Diana DeLuna. Uh, SOS, SOS. <laughs> I know, we all look a little more tired this week. Yep. How is everybody maintaining isolation? Well, this is uh, 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 on day of recording for me, this is day 16. I love that. Yeah, and I've been <coughs> here since the 16th. I don't know how many days that is, but something like oh, that. Oh, I'm keeping a tally. I have to know. Like Every I write, Monday, I, write a, I know it's a new week because yeah. that's when I officially started. On exactly. Monday. That's when I started too. Well, I, yeah, that yeah. was. But but the last time I went to a bar was like the Thursday before the Monday. So yeah, since I like actually hung out. Oh man. Yeah, yeah. It, it's been like. Yeah. Oh my god. Also, also going I've for never, the last time we hung out, February for me. <laughs> I've also never been a toilet paper square counter. I've been very firmly against. I wrap my whole hand in yeah. toilet paper. Now, no. Well, no. good. Well, I, I think that, I think that's I think that's a good thing. I think that's some that's a pro uh, to the isolation. You're learning to stop being such a goddamn toilet paper hog. This is true. I'm Why would you not, make I'm boxing really, gloves you know into your hands for with toilet paper every time you I'm use the restroom? Never going to stop cleaning my doorknobs, even after this is over. Doesn't that shit make so much sense? It really does. Honestly, cleaning it, doorknobs every day. And now they're telling us that we need. Need to wear masks? I'm listen. I, think we do. I, I don't. I don't know that we do. Have you ever had had a conversation with someone and they spittled on you? Do you know what I mean? And it was a to- I tell yes. like that protection is better than that spittle accidentally landing in. Well, my first mouth. of all, how are you getting well, that close saying, to me right now? Huh? They're also. You shouldn't be close enough to spittle on me now. No, but I mean in general, <laughs> and because you know how like this is this is going to come in waves, right? Like. You know, eventually I'm going to have to be near somebody who might just sneeze like Maxwell because you typed. <laughs> Maxwell. And like, I would rather have some little Joanne's mask on my face. <laughs> Nothing. Well, girl, just tie well, a bandana. Start, well, they didn't say that it's safer, but what there's or like that we're supposed to wear them, but they are saying that it is like a good precaution because you won't touch your face as much. And like, like that, you know, if somebody does accidentally 
spittle a little on your lip. But that's also like, not yeah. true. That whole not touch your face. The whole thing that makes that, that that makes those masks so gross is that you do touch your face all the time. You're constantly touching them and moving them around on your face. But I see it at every grocery store. It brings, uh, it brings the seriousness of it into everybody's everyday life. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Well, I know like, that seeing I... people with gloves and masks on every day at the grocery store is fucking crazy. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. Should I, mean, I, I mean, like, you know? it gave me such anxiety yesterday. It was so bad. I thought I was going to have a good day. I came home after the grocery store and just stared <sighs> out my window. <laughs> Yeah, that's like, the worst, right? Is everybody crying, the by the way? <laughs> like, is every because like, okay, so well, maybe uh, 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 is everybody crying about this? And, and maybe because, like, I mean, all right, here's here's let me let me tell you the truth. I watched Ga- Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy two, and I got emotional at the end when the blue guy died. Okay, and mm-hmm. I just watched a Maya Angelou documentary, so I cried a lot during that too. So maybe I am emotional about the situation, but I'm focusing it on like uh, things that I'm watching. But I know people who are crying about the actual situation. Like what? Oh, is no. sad. What is sad? What are you crying about? Because you're not crying about the deaths. You're crying because you're I'm... stuck in your houses. This is what it is. We're crying because we're stuck in our houses, and we're crying because we're scared that we might get it. No, you're not scared about nothing else than that. So sit here and cry because you're fucking. That to me, I'm not crying. You are clearly Thank not you, crying. Diana. I'm not it crying. It's okay to cry. It is okay. It's to totally cry okay to yeah, cry. Yeah, but be honest while you're crying. All right. And, and if you're crying I mean, because you're in your house, scary. I mean, I don't have a connection to it like others do. Like I'm not crying about it, but it is scary. There are old like your elders can get it. Like there's a fear of losing other people. Like some of our parents are in that bracket where even our moms and dads, like my friend's parents are like 60, 70 years old now. Like, I mean, that's the bracket of people that are going to get it and could die. Like that's scary. Also like this is an unprecedented situation. Like if you're going to cry, like cry. I don't know. But in general, like at some point, you need to use a little fucking inner strength it's and figure out days, how you're going to get through this because most of us are going to survive. Listen, like, you're just going to curl up in a little ball. Listen, people were crying five days in. Okay, like it's day sixteen. Listen, uh, according, listen, new. we have to start. We have to start being realistic and stop being such fucking pussies here. Not pussies, flaccid dicks. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> Because, like, it's day 16, and we have uh, a confirmed another month of this here in Los Angeles. 30 more fucking days. You're crying now. Like, what is, what's it going to look like in another week? Another two weeks? It's, it's Probably hard and sad. What's That's freaking also, me out. why people are crying. What's, 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 what's freaking me out and what's making me root for the earth so much is how people are reacting to it. And <laughs> <coughs> like, like, calm down. I don't know. Maybe... Maybe, <coughs> maybe I'm wrong. I think you're but. in your anger stage of this, Tony. <laughs> I mean, here. Yeah, I mean, this whole thing is going to be super emotional for everybody. Yeah, I think There's we're all going different... through stages of grief. Don't say everybody. It's not super emotional for everybody. Like this is this is what I I'm think, saying. No, this is a worldwide pandemic. Everybody's going to be touched by this in some way, whether it's an employment, your you know your bills, your friends, your family your neighborhood like things are going to go out of business in your neighborhood like this is going to affect everything in a big scale and it is scary to like sit down and actually think about like I mean Taco Bay and I had to have a talk where I was like we need to be patient with each other because this is going to be a emotional roller coaster there's going to be days when we're sad scared angry 
like there's going to be days that are going to be really good. And some other people days are, are super not. horny and crawling the walls. That's an emotion too. I mean, yeah. that, that's definitely, I mean, I mean, that's something that I'm definitely dealing with as, as well. Like that's, that's my, that my biggest issue. The, the, the idea of human contact is not lost on me. I think that that's important, mm-hmm. but, but the way that the, the mentally fragile of humanity need to fucking relax. And if you're getting, all, oh, I agree with if you're getting all sad and cry and weepy because you went to the grocery store, Man, you better start Instacarting because because calm the fuck down. Like honestly, no, uh, it, it can bum you out. What's up? The grocery store is just a bummer. The way that I am approaching grocery stores and public spaces are exactly how I did, used to do airports. I am nice and friendly and smiling to everybody because of course, because God, God forbid. It, uh, one of my facial uh, tics uh, ends uh, like starts a huge debacle over fucking I don't know chicken or toilet paper or something. I don't know. People seem on edge, and humans are freaking me out. Oh, I feel like a lot. Pe- a lot of people are a lot more patient. I ask the grocery store people all the time, like, are, "Is everyone telling you what a good job you're doing?" Because you are, and they're like, "Yeah." Mm-hmm. For the most part, people have been pretty. Pa- I mean, because we're all in shock. Oh yeah, hard to argue with people. The employees are great. It's it's outside the people going into the store, the patrons of the store that are crazy and like make the mess. I think that add to the anxiety. My guy was really nice. I asked him how much. What was the most money he had seen somebody spend in one transaction? What was it? I was curious. He he said it was only seven hundred dollars, which I guess at the grocery store is like a lot. But in my head, I was kind of thinking somebody was really going to drop like a, a bag. prepper yeah. yeah like thousand but when is this going to normalize like when are we all going to st- because this is the thing we got to stop crying this is the normal this is how it's going to be then we got to start we got to put our brains in uh in a functional uh capacity because at this I point i don't think anybody needs to stop crying i think crying is totally normal and okay you should cry all the time you shouldn't cry about okay fine 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 <laughs> cry do whatever you need but but about this situation quit calling your friends quit zooming us and make and crying on the zoom all right, because that's not what I'm tuning in for. Oh, all right, who's, who's calling? Call me. Who's calling you crying? Emotionally call fragile white folks, bitch. Don't act like this. Oh, at you new. know what? I think girl, I'm please. And they know not to text me about shit like girl, that. Girl, you know? please. Ooh, people, you could call me. I love listening to people be upset. Call me. I'll help you. There you, you go. Laugh it out. There you go. Like I, 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 I love talking it out. It just, get, it's, me. it's Let's just talk. like it, it's a situation. I think like what it is oh, is call like, me when you want to smoke a bowl on Zoom because call I. Spend if you wanted to a yoga class because I, I, i'm that friend i'm not really sure i don't I, it's funny because uh, people still seem to think i have very dear friends who i love very much and um even after years of friendship they still think that i'm the one to go to when they're sad or upset about something and my initial thing is always walk it the fuck off walk it the fuck off all right like what are we doing here like this is not this is not productive (laughs) you know i mean i had to tell my husband the other day that he was not the only one experiencing a global pandemic right now (laughs) so (laughs) but wait maxwell you got a fucking stripper poll i did it was my birthday so what are you crying for you you got you could be swinging from the fucking pole all the time now girl 
multiple times, I'm not crying. Every time you want to cry, you get on that pole. You hear me? From now on. You're going to waste so much Lysol on that pole. I have not cried (laughs) once about this. But I understand why people would cry because I'm a sympathetic person and understand emotions. And I love the planet. And I think it's better off without a bunch of humans on it. Um, I mean, I agree, but I love my. I needed pole. the break. I can't wait. What's up? I I'm know my new isolation project is my stripper pole. Oh yeah. Well, so what's the overall goal? Um, I'm gonna become like J Lo for becoming like J Lo <laughs> in that movie. Is that what you're trying to do? Bigger, next level. Like I'm gonna actually get the Academy Award nomination. <laughs> <whereas> <laughs> 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 you like what I did there? I do. I do like what you. It's yeah, you I'm know. It, it, I, I want to become. I told a guy, one of the first guys I was sleeping with when I moved to LA. I told him I was gonna become internet famous for pole dancing to Carly Rae Jepsen songs, and I would really <laughs> like to make that a reality. I mean. You better hurry up because you're getting a little too old for that. Those kinds of dreams, girl. <laughs> I went to the Carly Rae Jepsen concert, and I am definitely not getting too old. <laughs> there, are, there are definitely way older men at that concert that were getting their life way harder than I was, and I love them. And I'm going to become a pole dancer, and you're just jealous. You've got the splits. I've I'm got not the jealous. I listen. I support it, but listen. I I'm <laughs> at this point. You at this point, you're uh, the possibility of becoming internet famous. I think is even greater, right? Because no one's leaving. Everyone's yeah. Everyone's on the internet. I you know this no, is I a, know, and people live for my shit on the internet. When we're <laughs> when we when we uh, like, uh, do you guys listen to any? I don't really listen to any other podcasts. Um, uh, but I, I, I'm feeling like because we're not out and able to experience life and because it is we're all have this one big thing looming over us. Is this what we're going to talk about until we're out of here? Oh, yeah. Yes. This is like the world's burning man. We'll never stop talking about it. I hate that. We have always been a podcast where people can be can laugh and have a good time. And 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 we are all aware of what is what is happening. But I don't I, I think we should be entertaining. Like, should, should we try to find I a way to like, bring some think, levity to it? I mean, I do, too. I was going to say, I think we should keep talking about it as we want to each week, because I think. It is important. Like that is this is our experience. Like this is why people come and listen to us. I do not think that is true. I do not think that is true. I do not think that people come to listen to us. I I I I, I, it's 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 such a it's such an odd time for entertainers because I don't think that the coronavirus is entertaining and this is driving me insane. Like it's driving me insane that that's like right? Like it's not fun. It's not cool. It's not interesting, like... Uh, life is always interesting. This is what is immediately happening to all of us. I know. For the yeah. first time ever so in this generation. I guess in I wish I... I guess I wish so I found... handling it differently. I guess yeah. I wish I found more levity in the situation, though. Like, I just... I don't know. I, well, listen, I'm going to try to Again, be entertaining. Again, when you asked about how do we normalize this, yeah. that's how you normalize it. Find some fucking levity in the situation and work it into your everyday life because it's not going anywhere. And I don't feel like well, how I normalize stressed it, out the whole time. How I normalize it is make jokes about it and at the expense of it. So as long as I yeah. can do that, then we're cool. Um, yeah, I mean... But honestly, we're we gonna. I'm going to do my best in between shows... To like have experiences 
that have nothing to do with this. And then I'm going to try to bring those to the show. And I'm not going to talk about my, the impact on me or whatever with this. Like, I feel like if, if other, I'm going to work hard to bring other content, like other stuff. I don't know what that means. (laughs) I don't know what that means. Um, well, girl, you got at least a month to figure it out. So. I mean, I, maybe. Yeah, I mean, basically, that's about talking about anything positive. Maybe. Because coronavirus is so negative. That if you yeah. talk about anything positive, it probably doesn't have to do with coronavirus. Yeah. And you are on the right track. I know, but what, what does that mean? Is it like, what do I like? It's like, what are you watching on TV? Like, what, like, because like, all the, the, the question every day, like, now is so, how are you dealing with the isolation? <laughs> <laughs> I know because I keep I keep wanting to talk to people and be like, so what are you doing tonight? What are you doing this weekend? The answer yeah, is nothing. Exactly, exactly, and it's all nothing, nothing. But Tony, you should focus on a creative outlet thing project. I was talking to somebody. Oh, I was talking to Shay Coulee actually. We were FaceTiming and. She was like, you know, we started the year being like, we're going to make 2020 our bitch. And now look at us. And I was like, you know what? But maybe this is just the universe telling us that we need to relook at our plans and make them better. Like, I was like, we should take this opportunity to think like that. And so what do you mean by that? Like, what? Um, Now you have a lot of time to think about what you're going to do to give more positivity on the internet. Like you just said you want to do. Positivity. When did I ever say anything? I never said positivity. No, I said positivity. Yeah, thank you. I never said positivity, uh, bitch. I'm not trying well, to bring because it's the opposite of were... coronavirus. Yeah, I that's guess obviously not opposite... Tony's brand. Yeah, sorry. When <laughs> we were discussing the opposite of coronavirus, I just assumed coronavirus negative. So positive, Tony would be working on. This. Listen, just kidding. the coronavirus is doing really good things for this planet, and I have to say, I'm okay with it. I don't disagree with you. I, again, <laughs> so, I, um, I, I do. But uh, but yes. All right. Well, we'll listen. We'll we'll get back. Oh no, I do have an idea for a new show though. And before we, I, I want to tell you guys because I want to see if you think it would be interesting. So you know how all these drag queens are doing like IG shows, right? Like yeah. crazy. Like they're doing the IG shows. They're doing the the whatevers, the 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 Twitch shows and whatnot. So why not do an IG show or like a Zoom show? And you call it Butch Queen, and you interview some of these drag queens post their gigs as they're taking off their makeup. And you're like, "Oh, hey, girl, how uh, how's it going?" Like, but you're like taking off the makeup, and they're videoing it. And don't, do you think that would be a fun thing? Yeah, I think it would be fun, I, but you would. How would you? You would have to coordinate the time on that. Well, the thing is, would is you like, be in drag. No. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. This is just a little chat show. This is like just a little interview show for Tony Soda. To, no, because like I would I would like watch. I would like find the girl. I'd be like, hey, so I'll talk to you after your number. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Cute, right? New That's things. New things. Better world. Who knows? All right. Listen. Well, you have all sorts of time. So test it out and see what the children yeah. think. God, we have all the sorts of time. The children are desperate for content. We have all sorts of time. That's the so thing. So much time. That's the thing. We At just least have... till April 30th. So, but you know, I did that. I did a whole weekend on on Saturday. I did a whole day of uh, shooting in drag. Um, I I woke up at six in the morning and got in drag and started at eight, and I chose the schedule. 
And that's the schedule I chose. So I still woke up irritated. But I'm like, I feel like it's something you should do fresh and new and early. I don't know. This is so... There's this meme of uh, Candy from The Real Housewives. And she just kept going, this is crazy. And it was a clip of her saying it over and over <laughs> on the bottom of it said, waking up on Monday, waking up on Tuesday, waking up on Wednesday. <laughs> it's just a clip of her going, this is crazy. This is crazy. It is. Maybe, yeah. this, maybe I'm not dealing with it well. Like, maybe I'm not. Like, in my head, like, maybe my whole, like, trying to shut it out bullshit is, like, that I just... But I'll tell you, this is not... a. I'm trying to be half full. I'm trying, trying, trying. <laughs> I mean, we're only on week three. We're only on no. Two this weeks is sixteen. This is day sixteen. So it's just a little over two. Oh yeah, little over two weeks. It's gonna be yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's gonna let's do our gonna change. Well, let's do our best to be entertaining at least. Okay, like we'll we'll try to we'll try to be entertaining at least, right? I mean, yeah, I was already putting the show. work in. Wait, what did you say, Diana? I said I was already putting the work in to be entertaining. Oh, were you? Okay. I did not come in <laughs> crying. I don't remember coming in here screaming <laughs> tears, personally. I had a lot of tears this weekend from folks. So just draw- Maxwell, we're going to be entertaining, what? right? What? We're entertaining, right? This I is- think we're very entertaining. All right, cool. All right. Corona's not going to get us down. Not here on the Tony Sutter show. Hey, guys. Uh, we <laughs> it gets us. It's it gets us. But I was openly crying right before the start of watching a Maya Angelou documentary. So what does this say? I just need to know what this says about me. <laughs> I think you just need to touch somebody. I do. <laughs> I, think it'll all I need go to have. I need to. to I need. Somebody. I need to have sex so bad. <laughs> and I hate that that is uh, more of a weakness than I ever let onto myself. <laughs> you know, because I did had. I did. I, I. I'm like. I'm like rethinking if being on grinder just to holla is a good thing or not because. <laughs> Because actually, I was just thinking that today. I was like, "Why are people even using those apps anymore? Like, why?" Because I want to holla. I just want to be like, "Hey, like, hey, hey, are you? <laughs> do you find interest in me?" <laughs> I thought that you were cute. Your pictures were cute. You know, it's different for when people are single and and uh, and who? Are, what are you tweeting me? What are you texting me right now? We are in the middle of a show. Video of candy. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thank you. Well, listen, guys, even if we can't be entertaining um, because we're openly crying, because uh, who knows? Next week's a new week. We're going to keep our guests entertaining. We're going to do our best to find out what our entertaining guests are doing during this pandemic. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, our guest this week, the fabulous Elliot Glazer. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody. Do you want more Tony Soto? I completely understand. If you want more of me, tune into the Gay Power Half Hour available on iTunes, hosted by me, Tony Soto, and my good Judy, Casey Lai. It's 30 minutes of funny faggotry you won't want to miss. Check us out on iTunes, the Gay Power Half Hour. 
All right, we are back. And as I mentioned before we came to break, we have a guest today. And we have a famous guest today. I don't know how I did it. I don't know how I landed it. Famous. But uh, he's an actor, a comedian, a writer. Uh, <laughs> I mean, there's literally everything under the sun. You know him from Broad City. He's written for New Girl. We have Elliot Glazer on the on the show. Thank Yay. you so much. Thank you for Yay. having me. Thank Ellie. you for coming. Thanks well, for having me. I figured it was because of isolation that you were available. I was like, well, get him while he's isolated. Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm ready. I'm, I'm down for it. I, I, there, what else is there to do? I'm, I'm so excited to be in the world. <laughs> <laughs> isn't it nice? Do anything. Talk to anybody. Isn't it nice to just be talking to different people? Um, yes. Yes. It really is. I, I, I played, um, Quiplash or whatever with some buddies the other day, like through Zoom or whatever it was, through Skype or Zoom or whatever, and it was like it was more cathartic than I thought it would be. It was weirdly emotional. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, we were just talking about emotion before we came here. And are you are you a crappy? Have you been a crappy? Have you broken down through this? Um, I had a few days where it was it was uh, certainly rougher, um, but I'm also lucky enough to have started a relationship <laughs> um mm -hmm. and so good timing we've sort of like hit uh the it's like we've hit we're in the express lane because of of um quarantine are you and sharing a space are you romantic. sharing are you sharing a space together well not officially but like we're pretty much inseparable because he has three roommates and i have zero roommates wow. so yeah the roommate well, I mean, game is always fun yeah, it's it's uh but again it's like right away we're just we're we're pretty inseparable and and so but we make sure to like keep in check and we'll do like very empty hikes, you know, with like places as as empty as possible and we're you know, we take all of the precautions and all that stuff. It's kind of helped I think at least for me soothe what would have been a, a nightmarish experience cuz I also kind of love the dog down. Oh. Yeah. Oh, so, sorry. no, it's okay. I mean, it was like a like a month ago or so. But if I had been alone, and then just and then right right after that had put my dog down, like for all this that this had happened, it would have been a emotional shit show. Oh my god, I could imagine. See, this is where I okay. This is where I think I'm officially at because uh, Maxwell is in a relationship and is isolating with someone. Uh, Diana is married, so she is isolated with someone. Basically, I'm just isolated with me, and I'm a crazy person. So, sure. I, <laughs> yeah. so I think I am the one losing it. I'm the, I'm the one who's not processing, processing this well. I think that's what it is. But now you're... I mean, yeah. how could you, though? Wait, what now? I said, how could you? I mean, again, it's like, if you don't have a... Like, if you don't have a, a partner or a roommate or co-work like like you need you need to talk i can't imagine what it's like to not have people to talk to i mean because you know what it that. is like in real life well, before this happens in real life like my whole thing is i love to be at home and i don't need to I, I i like to like you know not be bothered and when i'm out i'm out but when i'm home i'm home but now there's something about it there's something about everyone else being home too that yes. that is kind of bothering me about the situation. <laughs> really I understand, sure. yeah, for sure. And it's 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 very it's all just very very eerie. And um, I, I'm from New York, and I just 
couldn't imagine what this would be like in New York. I mean, my sister's there and I've but yeah, plenty of family and friends there. And like the level of paranoia that I think comes with not having your own space in a car, or at least a, even if LA is as, you know, populous as a city as it is, we're not all on top of each other the way it is in New York. And that, that would be, I don't know how to, how to live through that. Have you talked to your sister? Like, is she telling you that there's like a weird vibe there still? Like how, what oh, is yeah. it like that? Well, my, I mean, my sister's there, my f- friends are there and it's, it's, it's quite eerie. It's quite weird. I have a friend who lives on 14th street downtown and she's like, no one's out. Like, she looks out the window on 14th Street near Union Square. It's empty. And see, this That's, is... I, I think this would is, ever imagine to see that in their life? I know. I think this is where we're kind of lucky living in L.A. because it is so spread out. I mean, don't get me wrong. I live in a very busy area, and it is not busy now. But there's something about, like, it being so spread out that it's... I, I don't know. Yes. But mm-hmm. the, the on top of each other in New York would, would, uh, would drive me insane for sure. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and I don't know how I couldn't. I mean, the other... The, the sort of... Um, the other side of the coin for me is that my parents are snowbirding for the first time. So oh, where are they? <laughs> they are, of course, as New York Jews are always in Fort Lauderdale. Oh no, but the but, <laughs> but Florida is is like is scary, right? Isn't Florida that are getting scary? Oh, that you bet it is. And I have to like I've had to like yell at them about social distancing about taking it seriously because initially they were initially they were pretty cavalier about it not being that big of a deal and they're by no means sit dumb or they i mean they're they're political they're up to date and everything but they're like we're doing a pizza party but like we're all standing six feet apart i'm like pizza party. don't do a pizza party can i ask you how old you are elliot I'm 36. Okay, so you're so you're a, you're a late you're a later millennial. You're like an older yeah. millennial. See, because like I, a, a, as a generation Xer and someone who like grew up in the night, like my parents never gave a shit any t- any time. Like it was never like, ooh, take oh. care of yourself. You know what I mean? Like because they were like <laughs> always doing their own thing. Like that was like the generation of parents. So so now I and my mom's now a Trump supporter. So I'm like, so I'm not telling her nothing. I'm just being like, girl, Ugh. good luck, good luck. <laughs> do what uh, you do. That like? Oh, it's I mean, it's a joy. It's a joy. I'm lucky. I'm happily estranged though. So um, oh, got it. But now you are fortunate because I mean, you're still working. You're one of the few people. Yeah. In the industry I'm, that still has a job currently, correct? Yeah, I'm currently writing on the show called Liza on Demand. That's um, Liza Koshi is this huge influencer, um, YouTuber. She got big on Vine, and so she has a show that's on right. YouTube. Yeah, Maxwell, do you know who this is, Maxwell? Kids. Ma- Maxwell's, Maxwell's our youngest. Yeah. Uh, so, Maxwell, who, who do you know who this is? Yes, I do. I actually don't. She's the girl that isn't she. Her like big hit was the video of he's got money. I, I mean, she has a library <laughs> of huge. I mean, the show is it's the only time I believe. I've, yeah, I, I, I'm she's humongous. It's how crazy. how I, are we worried about a pandemic when this is how we're this is this, we just try to explain something with she's got money. <laughs> <laughs> no, she has a video where she's at a, on a date with a guy and they're in line and you can't oh, see the guy's face. I do and he know. Keeps, like adding things on it to register. And, I, and like, she looks very excited oh. about it. I think I know here to know. <laughs> yeah, that video. That's her. And I think that's her. She's funny. Yes, but I know great. Travis on it too. Travis is very funny as well. I love yes. him. Yes, and 
uh, yeah, it's great. It's a it's a really fun show to work on, and it is such a respite to have Zoom sessions every day with six, seven people, all of whom are funny. You know, it's like that's got to be a, that's, a better time. Yeah, be that's got to be a refuge for sure. Um, now, do you fancy yourself a pop culture gay? Um, I sort of like a left of center pop culture gay. <laughs> Because like like I like my recommended to be a part of your writing like a coma. Wait, say that again. Don't you feel like that would be like a part of your writing though? Like what you write, like if you're writing. Well, I say this because because like we 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 know of each other. You you've hosted or you've judged Learn the Words, bitch. I've been on your podcast, you know. Um um, but uh, where I saw you recently before this whole thing went to shit was when you did haunting renditions um, right. at Dynasty Typewriter. Yeah. And where you take, uh, as you say, and I don't necessarily agree with you on this, bad <laughs> songs and make them bad. I think that they're uh, fabulous songs that you... Oh, no, I know. <laughs> I, I, I do, too, for the most part. It's all just, it's kind of tongue-in-cheek. But, yeah, the idea is basically, like, I initially went to school for opera and dropped out. But I am a musician, and so we, I, I do this show where I take, you know, quote-unquote bad or, like, low-culture songs and, you know, make, make them, quote-unquote, good. But it's all silly and in, and in, like, good fun. But, you know, try to make, like, Katy Perry songs or Avril Lavigne songs or Beach Boy, like, like low-brow songs and turn them into sort of operatic, you know, uh, uh, dr- melodramatic music. Yeah, because you really do do it all, don't you? How long? When, how long ago did you move to uh, LA? Two thousand sixteen. Oh, so really? I mean, not that terribly long. No, and, I, and the show's been at the Dynasty Typewriter for maybe a year and a half, maybe two years. But it's in New York as well. I do it in New York, and I do it at like festivals and little venues around the country. Now your sister had uh, success with Broad City, and you obviously did a thing on uh, uh, played her brother on on Broad uh-huh. City as well. But you and your sister had done things a long time before that, right? Yeah, and I, I mean, I, I was also a producer on the show, and so I wrote for for years. And um, but we started together doing stuff at the UCB in New York in two thousand seven or two thousand eight, and basically built this wide network of you know friends and and people to collaborate with by doing a we did a, a, a take on um high school musical where we would put together a mock high school talent show that ran for like three years and was just like crazy nutty sketches i love that I, I love that um no oh, thanks uh i'm sorry i just what's com- that like being a part of like it's like pop culture phenomenon like people exactly. really love broad city and it's mm-hmm. like so twitter in like meme famous like what yeah. is that like to see like your jokes and things you are a part of like blown up all over the internet certainly um still weird in a lot of ways and like the the but there's such a distinct fandom for it that that is capped at a certain age, you know, <laughs> and that's what, to me, that's what's always been the funniest part is that like, even my mom will say like, nobody knows Broad City here. Like, <laughs> it, you know, and like, they're like retirement community. She's like, nobody knows the show here, but like anywhere we go, that's like anywhere that's, you know, people, you know, but in their twenties or thirties or forties or whatever. Anywhere that has like a lot of millennials. 
Yeah, for sure. And 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 it bends queer, so a lot of queer people are very, um, are very you know fanatical and and gracious about it too. How much did you have to do with the Kelly Ripa episode, which is my fav- all time favorite episode <laughs> ever to date? What did you have to do with I, that I one? I didn't. I wasn't writing on that episode. I was <sighs> actually at that time before I. I mean, I would write for Broad City, like punching up jokes and stuff. But then I was. But my first job was writing on this show called Younger. That's on. Um, TV land with oh, Sutton yeah. Foster and, and Debbie Mazar. Fucking Sutton Foster. That's a big grab. That, like that's yeah, a that's a Broadway baby. Yeah. Um, and and, and it was sh- shoots in New York. And we wrote it in LA, but it shoots in New York. And because it's one of the very few shows that still shoots in New York, we've ha- it has had so many like New York slash Broadway people who I I don't even know them, but they're like, you know, legends and and you know, they're doing the show. And you wrote for a show that I thought did not get the justice it deserved. Um, and that was Difficult People on Hulu. Oh, I yeah. loved that show. That was what, yeah, only three seasons? Show. Only three seasons so that show got? Um, yeah. And I think it was just... That was her masterpiece, man. I that think was it was so just good. too real. Because, amazing. Because I fancy myself like one of those people and i'm like i think it was just too real i think it was like people didn't really want to see <laughs> real people who didn't give a, a full shit about anyone else <laughs> yeah but themselves yeah it was a really fucking funny show julie's just julie is such a brilliant writer so good like it was yeah. so i would love to see that that come back now but you are not a stand-up right i looked and i've not tried really, this, no. i've tried I to see like... if you've done like a special or like a 30 minute or nothing i couldn't find anything why not stand up yeah. or not depressed enough well, I mean, <laughs> oh no, uh, I think Bloody ultimately, like, what's that? Oh, ultimately, like, I tried, I tried different things, like, you know, did sketch in New York a long time ago, and then did improv. Alana and I did improv together. That's how we met Abby, and we built a group from there. But like, ultimately, for me, it was like I didn't never felt fully comfortable doing anything on stage until I started doing haunting renditions in 2014. That was the only that was the first time that I felt like, okay, this is what this is what makes me feel comfortable on stage and and it's the only thing so far that doesn't make me feel like I want to like die you're until so I get good. off the stage. You're so good at it. Like honestly, oh, like like your demeanor is just so much there's kind of there's less tension, I think. Thanks. Yeah, uh, I, I appreciate it. It's, are it's are you gonna bring it to IG? Are you gonna bring it to IG? Are you gonna like get in the whole like phenomenon of like live stuff? Are you gonna bring anything? Yeah, to the yeah. Internet? And we're gonna. I, I'm trying to figure out now what to do with it. Like we're we're talking with um, big production company about like they want to maybe take it and and you know basically I want to turn it into a podcast as well and maybe and a video podcast and then. And then continue to like let the show build, you know, on the ground, not just in L.A. and New York, but at festivals, at smaller venues throughout the country and just continue to build the brand out so that people can, you know, I wanted to I love it. I love that it's cheap or free. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. it, it touches on music and nostalgia and comedy. And I hope that it's different enough that if you, you know, if you're into it, you're into it. And, and it feeds that sort of. That's that when I say like pop culture adjacent, it's a pop like a pop culture game. It's a, I like stuff that's just left of center, you know. You seem you seem more theater faggy to me, which is what I think I like about you. I think I like about honestly. Like, I'm so bad at the, like I used to be like you know growing up in New York, like I would see a lot of theater and stuff. Uh-huh. And I did a little theater in high school, but 
ultimately, I have, this is awful, but I'm so jaded when it comes to theater in that I can only stomach so much, but I can't do, like, I can't do that fake, I can't stomach, like, fake, earnest, you know, no, I, I mean, I mean, in the way that, like, I mean, in the way, like, you're like an ensemble person. I, I mean, like, in the way that, like, you incorporate people uh, around. Oh, you. yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not that, not that you're hip on the plays, honey, or nothing like that. <laughs> That's what I thought. Um, but, hey, but, but, but some are. Let's talk about your making it worse, because first of all, thank you for having me on that show. It was great. Thank you for doing and it. And I got a lot of uh, new listeners to the Tony Soto show as oh, a result. Good. Great. Um, but tell us about your podcast because it's very sure. funny. Yeah, so um, You're Making It Worse is a podcast that I do with my buddies, H. Allen Scott and Brent Sullivan. Um, we met in New York doing comedy again, like, oof, 10 years ago, maybe 11. Um, and the three of us really connected, not just as comedians, but as friends, because they were pretty much the only two gay guys I find who would admit to it being hard and it being tough and challenging, you know, without, I don't, they were the first two guys who felt like they could be vulnerable, vulnerable about how being queer could be hard, you know, and, and that I just, I, it was so hard to find that in, in other people and other places. And so we really connected to each other, you know, in that way. And so here we are, you know, a decade later and the podcast form just made the most sense for us to figure out a way to, kind of vent, but also try to fight, find like-minded listeners and, you know, really parse out all the aspects of queer life that we think are frustrating but important to talk about. In a, but, but through comedy, not through, like, self-seriousness. Right, absolutely. Um, it, it's, it's so, okay, so in the wake of this pandemic where we, uh, no one has any clue what we're doing. Yeah. Um, are you working on like are you everyone's trying something new like me yeah. i'm personally learning how to do a split maxwell <laughs> she got a, a pole that she put in her living room so she's going to be a pole diana i having, made biscuits and gravy for she, the first time yeah she oh, made yum, biscuits and gravy and she's having more sex with her husband so Great. um are you doing anything while yes. you're in captivity yes i um i have uh, set up a home studio uh, with like an old laptop, some speakers. I can show it to you if you want to see I it. I would love to see it. Take us on a tour, please. Mm -hmm. Oh, look Ooh, at yeah. this. Well, just... This is a podcast. Yeah. Sorry. It's, I'm trying to do theater of the mind, but uh, <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's just a small studio setup. But I learned, um, I took a class in this music, um, a music, uh, I don't know what you call it, a program called Ableton. That's, that's a, you know, that's, that's pretty much a standard for recording music. And I'm just trying to, you know, write and create music using this, you know, pretty industry standard program that's very confusing for me and very <laughs> challenging. But like, hey, I have the time, you know, so you have I'm, at I'm least really a month. diving into that. You have at least a month. And uh, for the listeners, uh, Elliot just showed us where the magic happens. <laughs> um, and your bedroom's not as gay as I thought it was going to be. For some reason, no. I thought you would big pillows. I don't know, something, something a no. little. I mean, I have these like giant like body pillow type things. I'm not impressed. I'm not impressed, Elliot. 
Yeah, no, it's yeah, fine. It's, no. pretty, it's pretty minimal. I, I'm a minimalist. <laughs> Not everyone has wigs on their walls like you and me, Tony. <laughs> yes, I know. As I have, like, I'm a door. And I'm out by a green screen because, you know, she likes to oh, get yeah. weird. <laughs> um, yeah. Elliot, thank you so much for coming on to the show. Oh, God, my pleasure. Uh, why don't you tell people where they can find you on the social medias? Um, yeah, everything's just at Elliot Glazer. No, one L, one T, and a Z at the Z in the Glazer, and uh, yeah, that's that's it. That's every that's where I am everywhere, basically. Are you still making new episodes uh, during the pandemic? Of you're making it worse. Yeah, we just we've recorded a couple using Zoom and some other app that H. Allen knows how to record virtually from. And um, oh, it was she less wants, challenging she's than so, I thought She's it would be. so young, isn't she? That Miss Sadie Pines just <laughs> yes. knows all the, the things the kids are up to. Everything. Just everything, keeping in yes. tune. Well, um, it's a pleasure. We hope to see you uh, after this is all said and done. Yes, out and about yes, once please. Again. I'd love to hug you. Yes, indeed. Well, uh, listen, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we have our listener questions of the week. We'll be right back. Tony Soto Show. All right, we are back with the show. Oh, COVID-19. Listeners, we know that you're in because we're in. And we know you're by your computer because we're by our computers. So if you have a question, if you want to share a story, if you want to, you know, let's, fine. If we're talking about it, let's talk about it. Send us a message. Go to the TonySotoShow.com and then the message center is right at the top. And then right underneath my beautiful photo. And then, uh, yeah, just, you know, email us. And uh, we're going to read it on this show. Uh, like these people who wrote into the show. Who's going to kick us off? I'm going to kick us off with James. Um, and James' question is, should gay people be glorifying Tiger King? The show is fucked up and they are all bad people. Why do people like it so much? I watched because everyone said to, but I was left feeling sick about it. Ooh, I feel that. Ooh. Um, I respect that feeling, but it's, sometimes it's just fun to laugh at fucked up people. It was so long, though. It didn't need to be that long. You know, episodes you know what, like, I, of you, annoying people. You know what I think makes I it gross? I, I think what makes it gross is that, like, the beginning product, or no, the, the ending product is not what the documentarians anticipated at the beginning and that was noticeable during it like when it started to get all serious and weird and whatnot uh even the people who were doing the documentary were kind of like this is fucked and 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 it, it i mean i don't think anyone should be trying to get him out of prison he openly no. does no. he openly talked about murdering that other murderer and I mean, granted, like, you know, she murdered somebody, allegedly, but you can't go and murder her because she's a murderer. That's vigilante justice. Yeah, so Under I the, guess I agree with that all of them are just... <laughs> yeah, they're all unlikable. I mean... Um, they're all bad I people. Mean, but that's... I mean, a lot of the housewives are unlikable, and I still tune in all the time. Like, I mean, different. That is a point. different... That is a different... Listen, this guy manipulated heterosexual boys into marrying him. Like yeah, this is this is a, this did. is a weird like he used the power. This is of, like an episode of Jerry Springer. He used the power of kitties. Right. He used the power of kitties to sway 
And no one fucks with cats. We learned that at the end of another Netflix documentary. Yeah, Netflix is like really becoming the advocate. Netflix makes you want to feel weird about shit you didn't know about. You know what I mean? Like, like they they want to be like, hey, hey, you know what you're sleeping on? Fucking internet cat stuff. And uh, they'll send you an email about it. And and private zoos. Have you you guys ever been to an animal sanctuary? I don't. I try to avoid zoos in any capacity because I do think that they're it's slavery. I don't like it. I don't like zoos. So I, I have a theory to- that it it would be so much better if there was just three national zoos. Like each region had a lar- like like what San Diego has, like a large animal, like wild animal park. Because then they would get all the funding that they need. Because you could only see these kind of animals in three places. You couldn't see them in like sad little city zoos. Yeah, you know, have you, those Maxwell? should be like totally illegal. Have you, Maxwell? What? What? Have you been to one? Yes, Aunt Santi and I went to one in Indiana, and it was, it was, it was the weirdest thing. I remember being like thirteen years old and being like, "This is fucking weird." We went, and the lady was like, "We were not allowed to touch the animals." She walked right up to the cages, and all the cats like ran right up and were like, "Oh yes, you're a good boy." And she's like, "But don't touch that." And we went to her house, and she had cut like leopard cubs in her house. We have pictures of me. Oh, go ahead. We have pictures of me and Aunt Sandy sitting on her couch with baby leopard cubs. Oh, and- no. See, <laughs> see, see, this is the thing. Like, shit like that shouldn't exist in Indiana. No. And, you know, and you know my takeaway? My biggest takeaway from that whole fucking uh, series of episodes of chaos was there are more big cats living in captivity um, than there are in the wild. And yep. that, mm-hmm. to me, is not a good statistic, no matter how much that one Indiana Jones-looking uh, heavyset motherfucker tried to spin in the show as well, when he's like, oh, you know, we're keeping them alive. No, you're killing them when, they, when you can't pet them anymore. I didn't like it. No, he was well, using it to build his harem. And I never like it when the hottest person on the show dies. I hate it when that happens. Like any, I knew that he was dying from the moment his young cherub face showed up in that little interview, and he's like, "Hi, I'm an idiot, and I have big hands." And I was like, "You're doomed, bro. You're you're doomed. Mm-hmm. You're a dead man. Get out of there." And he and dead. And like he was mad because he wasn't getting enough weed to deal with it. I'd be like, "Man, you better get me some better More than drugs weed. than weed." <laughs> Well, James, I'm sorry that we're a part of the problem and continue to glorify this show. There's no we. <laughs> you. I would like I would like you to uh, send me a photo of you with the baby cub so I could make it the photo for the show. <laughs> 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 and we'll call the show part of the problem. Mm. Starring Maxwell Esposito. <laughs> uh, all right. For what? All right. <laughs> Who's next? Oh, me. Oh, God damn. See, smoking a whole joint to myself. I know that's I the new standard around here. Can't do it; it's too expensive. I'm gonna have to. I'm smoking just glass pipe now. Just to. I mostly am too, just for my lungs. Just a crackhead now. Uh, this is from Stephanie, and it says, "I'm having the most sex right now." I'm with Diana. I remember that I actually like my boyfriend, and when there isn't shit going on, he's really good at the sex. Thanks for giving us a podcast that we can choose sides on and fight if the boredom gets too deep. 
Stephanie, see, thank you so much for, yeah. we, we love that we can make your uh, relationship polarizing for at least an hour a week. I think oh, it's really important getting... that people get the opportunity to agree with me. Yeah. Uh, so, so <laughs> she apparently, because was, was it last week that you were saying you were having a good time because you Yeah, were... it's like a hobby I forgot I liked. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like... <laughs> this was fun. See, that... I have all the supplies. You know, you, you got to think about it. There's this is relationships can go either way in this in this kind of environment. It's either there's too much of you, or my God, there was not enough of you in my life uh this whole time um Mm -hmm. i'm learning that there was a lot of me in my life and uh even though i enjoyed to stay at home i still did go out you know and now (laughs) and now i'm here with me here with me (laughs) it's great feels good uh what was the question oh yeah she's having sex oh fuck her all right (laughs) first of all fuck diana fuck you um, I hear, I hear. I'm having sex too. I hear sex was is fun. I've heard of, I've heard of it. What's who's Great. who's gonna finish the show? We don't have to talk about this anymore, right? <laughs> like we don't have to we don't have to beat the dead well, horse anymore, do we? Stephanie, we're happy. You're happy. Yeah, Stephanie. Okay. Yeah. Hopefully, keep boning. Um, yeah, keep boning, and hopefully, this uh, <laughs> episode will give you lots of stagnant conversation with your lover i'm gonna cry about it very angry at the beginning i was i was so mad i had to work through some shit what this listen humans man our patience comes from our boning i don't have patience for people that's the thing too it's like oh and i have to sit here and be patient oh i was waiting for a fucking response email a confirmation email from somebody um that took way too fucking long you know what i mean i'm like i know that you're not doing <laughs> like why am i waiting this long for a confirmation email like the world doesn't stop okay um oh i feel that way when people don't answer my facetime i'm like what the fuck what are you doing i know nothing wait you just spring Cooking. a facetime on somebody that's what i tell myself do you just spring a, oh, do you yeah, just you don't wait you no 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 a facetime has to be a textually uh scheduled I agree. You don't just surprise me with a fucking uh, FaceTime. That's annoying. Bitch, then, well, don't answer. But, I mean, <laughs> you're not doing anything. <laughs> like Maybe I'm doing a Zoom class. Yeah, maybe she's, maybe okay, she's loving her husband. Maybe she's you know loving what, really, her husband. Yeah. TBH, what doesn't bother me that is that people don't answer is that people don't text me afterward and be like, are you, what's up? Like, what if I was FaceTiming you because I was dying? Well, then you're wasting your text. <laughs> then I would have I started text. with the text. I'm not, I'm not the one you FaceTime. I'm, FaceTime yeah, I'm not your emergency contact, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you were at, like, my first job. Oh, that is so sweet. Well, I wasn't going to have Aunt Sandy come and help me. I know. <laughs> and that's also really brave because I ignore phone calls that I don't know the number. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so you should be glad that you yeah. made it through that period so, of your life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Maxwell. Okay, I'm reading the last question. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> I am me, right? You seem to like di- digital drag shows. Could you take time on your show to talk about queens you liked and didn't know about? Um, oh my God, look, content. Yeah, well, yeah. I haven't watched any digital drag, unfortunately. No, neither have I. I'll watch it. I don't. I watch it. I haven't watched. 
I mean, it was like, I just, I don't know. I've watched a couple people's lives. I watched T-Rex do her drag matinee live and Miss Toto was on it slaying. But I only watched that for like a minute. Um, but we love Miss Toto, friend of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but that's it. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, You've like, been watching it. I mean, I don't really watch a lot of... Well, actually, I saw it was with... Um, I think it was... Oh, God. Hold on. I don't want to, like, get this wrong. So I'm going to actually pull up the uh, name of the SF bar. Because this was the first time that I watched one, watched a drag show on Instagram where they didn't have split screen. Like, where you didn't have to watch the person hosting on the top. Like, each person got uh, their individual time and full mm. and full photo or full picture on on the um, it was called a uh, uh, Chionas in Essa in San Francisco. Uh, so uh, it was from their bar or whatever. It's it's a it's a, a Latina drag show, I believe. But it was good because like each drag queen had the whole frame, and then I guess they would just like pass their password on to. The next drag queen. I don't really know how they did it, but it was mm. it was the most well done that I'd seen. So that shout out to that because uh, uh, Beverly Chills was uh, in that show, and so I watched for her. Um, but bitch, Puddin's fucking digital drag show on Twitch, Psh, bitch, bitch. You better watch it. Like from the first episode to just the second, because it's a weekly show now. So like, mm. there was growth in one week. So like, there was two week two. Two weeks in where this was this last Friday. So three weeks will be this Friday coming up. It's good. Like there, you see drag queens from Vietnam. You see fucking drag queens from the UK. You see drag queens from all over the goddamn planet. There's a lot of them. So you don't have to stay for the whole 30, but go in, like donate, it's give what you can. They say $10 suggested note donation, but give what you can. Like if you don't have 10, give three, who cares? But like mm-hmm. they, uh, I guess they like pool all the money and they give it to all the performers. They like split it all evenly. So, bitch, Puddin, so bitch, bitch Puddin's doing good things, you know? And yeah, I'll talk about drag that I didn't know because uh, I don't know a lot of drag. And there's a lot more drag queens on that show than you're going to get on Drag Race. So, and it's not all pretty. Like I said, uh, uh, Diana, it's like, and like by pretty, I mean like it's not all like well, and I love glamorous girls. So. It's like it's a bunch of experimental stuff. I saw a drag king who was like swinging over fire. It was amazing. Okay, I'm gonna watch. Laganja Estranja rolled in on a car. Um, we're gonna have Laganja Estranja on the show uh, in April. Ooh. So stay tuned for that. She's gonna. Uh, It'll be sad that we have to be distant because I would have loved to smoke, to, like, smoke weed, right? No, that. absolutely. I thought about that too. I was like, oh, it'd be so cool to like get high uh, with them, but you know, just things to look forward to uh, in the future yeah. when we can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, stay the fuck at home, guys. Friendly reminder: if you didn't already know. Yeah, like when I was walking down the street doing a four-mile hike, I walked past this woman and I could smell her perfume, and I was like, "You're too close." If I can smell your perfume, right? I just walk into the middle of the street now. If anybody's yeah. on the sidewalk, and who are you wearing perfume for at this point? Like, what is that? I haven't put deodorant on in weeks. Oh, that's rude. That's on Brent. Well, he's he just wallowed. Who am I seeing? Yeah, who's he seeing? Taco Bay. He looks he stinky care. too. He, he looks smells. stinky too. He smells worse than he me. He looks like a little stink ball too. <laughs> no, I'm still shaving my legs. Good for you, girl. I've stopped shaving my legs. 
I, I mean, the maintenance hasn't stopped, but I just don't wear deodorant. Whatever. I'm not shaving. I'm not shaving my legs. Like, uh, I'm not going to do. I'm not wearing high heels in drag. I'm not. Uh, oh, you're just doing waist up. <laughs> that's all you need to see, bitch. What else do you need to see? You don't need to see anything from the waist down. He's so tall. Do you? He's so tall. Do you know how big his apartment would have to be to have that angle? <laughs> all right. Him in a full frame. Okay, this has been fun. Um, I'm glad I, I have. You the... would need to have a mansion, like a football field, <laughs> space all to get a full right. frame. Cathedral ceiling. <laughs> See, after uh, after this show, it all I feel good about being isolated again. I'm like, oh, thank God, I don't have to have you in my house. <laughs> um, um, either of you um, by the way uh, this has been fun I really do feel a lot better than I did when I started I do I had to watch, this, this is what I like about the Tony Soto show it's my fucking show I can, do, I can say what I want I can talk about what I want and uh and uh, that's what I'm here for. Diana. And remember, it's okay to cry. <laughs> yeah, okay. Calm down. You'll get your moment. <laughs> Diana, you can cry anytime you want. Just don't call me about it, all right? I would never. You would never be on my cry list. Thank you. I'm so. That's why we're Turns friends. Turns out I don't have a cry list. <laughs> I cry to myself like a dignified person. So are you still, uh, are you still not private on Instagram? I am still not private on Instagram, and you all have found me. So, <laughs> oh yeah, follow. Yeah, yeah. What is it? How can they find it's you? Diana D with three E's, Luna. Three E's for. But I'm sure if you just Google me, I think I come up. Yeah, somewhere. Yeah, yeah somewhere. Second or third page. Um, uh, Maxwell. Um, you can find me on Instagram right now at Maxwell I have a new millennial moment coming out next Monday. Mm. It is very funny. <laughs> it is really funny. Do you funny. like it? I did. Okay. I was, Taco Bay and I were knee slapping. Oh, good. Oh, good. Oh, good. I like and, it a lot, too. Um, yeah. No, no, no. I liked it. Um, and then also you could uh, catch me. I'll be hanging out on a Zoom call for Learn the Word Fitch. Um, I'm very excited about it because this is going to be my ver- first responsibility-free learn the words in a very long time. Oh, but the thing is, so is I found you a don't way. have to run the Zoom. Well, here's the thing: I have found a way that um, actually you could. I mean, uh, there, well, we could talk about that there, later. There is there. I mean, we're going to see how sh- how she does on on her own this time. But there is uh, because I have increased capacity. It is now. Uh, 500 people can come on the meeting uh, for Learn the Words. So, But that also means that I can make multiple people hosts. So I could have you run the show. You know, let's, let's see how lucrative she is this time. And, and perhaps if, it's, if, if it's, there's still some money to be made for this show, then maybe there's still money to be given to you as well but you know you're always still you're always still the co-host in my opinion girl uh the kind that doesn't say a lot and that's what i like you're Um, an essential employee yeah you're you're essential (laughs) yay my essential job but yeah it'll be nice because i can't get as high as i used to on the intermissions anymore because (laughs) i have to come back and like do things yeah because i'm going to be high the whole time now which i cannot wait for yeah Um, it's going to be great did you did you give your social media at maxwell Cazito. okay great that's my venmo too if you didn't send me a birthday present it's never too late yeah yeah that's (laughs) right um uh guys 
I am doing Learn the Words, bitch, on April 6th. So if you're on the Venmo, or uh, Venmo, if you're on the Zoom, uh, you have to lo- you have to go and follow Learn the Words, bitch, on Instagram at Learn the Words, bitch, and then I will give the access code uh, 30 minutes before the show starts. So we'll let it fill up, and we have a good show planned for you. So it's going to be entertaining. We have uh, Kate. Uh, Caitlin Warehouser and Sadie Pines judging, and uh, I'm doing it out of my apartment, so that's fun. I'm the Tony Center Show on literally everything that is Instagram, Twitter, Venmo, PayPal. Oh, I'm on that Cash App now. Whenever you can send me money, please just do so. Um, we'll be back next week. Until then, goodbye. Bye. Bye.